Hey, welcome to the Hundo Show. I'm Lance, and I'm woke with jokes. I'm Johnny, founder of TheVentureOut.com, the best way to get the, your day started. And I'm Bo. I'm drinking beer. What kind, Bo? I'm drinking uh, unnamed uh, beer that hasn't sponsored us. <laughs> That's you right. You mean Modelo. Oh. Is that yours or Now you sense? owe us some money, Modelo. That's uh, Spanish for model. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so, um, hey, uh, it is, oh, what is today's date? It is July... What is it? July 3rd, Wednesday, July 3rd, 2019. Happy so, July 3rd, guys. <laughs> yes, yeah. happy 3rd of July. Happy Independence Day Eve. It's uh, America's founding day, oh, the yeah. day where we do our best to be the best patriots we can be. Oh. That's why I'm going to put on my Nike Betsy Ross shoes. <laughs> 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 and and get out there and stand for whatever anthem I can find. God bless this country. <laughs> <laughs> I like Nike, Nike Betsy Ross. That's, funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's still so stupid. <laughs> all right, uh, all right. So let me go ahead and introduce the show, everybody. Uh, say the Junto is a club Benjamin Franklin founded way back when America was great. The purpose of the Junto was to debate questions of politics, morals, and natural philosophy. Our show is not quite that stuffy, but here and there. We stumble upon something profound between the geeky jokes. How's it? How you guys doing? Hanging in there, man. It's been a heavy week. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh, I think that I heard a reporter say that the thing they say is that uh, it's been a uh, a rough uh, a rough year this week. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's why I'm happy to uh, be back here in the studio with you two guys oh. and uh, just to unwind and you know. Yeah. Yeah. Chat it up with your buddies, and yeah. that's best. Ah, yes. yes. Feels so good. All right, uh, Bo, anything going on that you want to share with the group? Um, no. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Well, I, you've been lifting some serious weights, man. And looking at Bo's arms over there, I'm just like, man, yeah. you got to so. buy those uh, elastane shirts. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I guess I've been I've been doing a little bit work, more working out. And uh, one thing I did notice is I might be doing my squats completely incorrectly. Why, your butt not getting big enough? Oh, uh, that. And and you get Nicki Minaj workout tape. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> There's a... Um, uh, where the sacrum and the the backbone kind of meet is called I think a sacroiliac joint, and obviously, and it's the very lower news. back, and it's kind of, it's been sore for a couple of days. Mm. So that, uh, just that, to let you know, is that your tailbone correctly. Your, your tailbone. It's a north of your tailbone. It's right above your butt. And that's why I don't do squats. Like it's one of the best exercises it for is. you. It is. But I'm so worried about doing yeah. them wrong and effing up my back that yeah. I I don't do it. The rest of your life. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Oh, so um, so uh, eagle-eyed listeners to the Junto Show may remember that a couple weeks back, my doctor called me fat and told me to lose sixty pounds. Oh snap! <laughs> so uh, I I took it seriously. And uh, I am happy to report that I weighed in uh, last Friday, and I have lost 25 pounds. Woof. Hey, congratulations. Woof. And if you're really paying attention to the show, you'll also remember that my favorite thing in the world is stretch pants. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm now in a situation where I bought a bunch of stretch pants when I was way bigger. They look like prunes <laughs> on you. <laughs> yes, and now I have a bunch of uh, <laughs> clown pants that I have to wear around town because... Well, give them both. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I, I don't think so. <laughs> well, so I reserve the right to grow back into them. <laughs> so before no, you before you move on from that comment, you have to tell our listeners how you lost that twenty five pounds in what three weeks? You said? Uh, no, it's been like uh, maybe about two months. Okay, okay so yeah. I so mean, the diet's full of what? Ice cream, carbs. <laughs> I eat. Uh, I've, I eat very very little processed food. When I go to the grocery store, I buy mostly fruits and vegetables. I put them. I eat the fruits raw. And then I air fry my vegetables, like uh, broccoli, uh, zucchini, um, 
it's uh, sweet potatoes or whatever. Air fry them a little bit of olive oil in the and eat those all week. And that's my every meal I try to plan. I, I eat that, and then like when I go out with my friends, I'll eat regular because I've got a little deficit going. And also, I have been doing intermittent fasting, which Johnny's been doing but never told me about because he's a lame friend. Yeah, I like to uh, <laughs> hold out on my friends these uh, life uh, tips and tricks. Or you can sign up for theventureout.com. So intermittent fasting, the version I'm doing, which I actually uh, recommend if you want to try it. I, I stop eating at 8 p.m. and don't resume eating until noon. And then in the meantime, I can drink uh, black coffee and water. And basically... Anything with zero calories. No calorie consumption. I think you can have up to 50 calories without breaking your fast. What? Is what, is what the Which is nothing, but that's what the forums say about it. Right. And uh, 25 pounds in two months, so... Yeah, there I'm over here looking like uh, the machinist. So I gave you my my next tip. <laughs> yeah, now you're ready for the next uh, next step in this uh, transformation. I'm done, but give me the next step. But like I, cold showers. Oh, cold shower. Now nah, I'm good. I tried one last night actually, just yeah. because I was uh, it was late and I wanted to go to sleep. And I think if you lower your body temperature, yeah. you go to sleep easier. But then it like shocked me so much it woke me up. All right, no, do in the morning. <laughs> do in the morning. Cold showers every second in the morning counts. I have no time. <laughs> All right, so, uh, so yeah, so uh, I appreciate. I can hear your congratulations through Ooh, through yeah, the earphones there the on my on my journey. I, so I, you're not a fatty anymore. So I I'm down to, from like two twenty five to like one one ninety or whatever right now, and she wants me to go to like oh, wait, more, that's thirty five pounds, whatever it is. Okay. <laughs> Maybe it's two fifteen to one ninety five. Okay. So um, but so she wants me to go down to like one eighty, which I think is too small. Like I, no, it's not. I already I don't feel, think it is. I already feel too small. No, you gotta go down some more. I don't know. So we'll see about one fifty. One fifty. Yeah. <laughs> is there is there still a tire around your waist? Uh, can't you still pinch it? I could probably pinch a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's too much. So. You, you can't pinch. You have nothing if you pinch. Not much. Oh uh, really? I can grab. I, I just saw you pinch, man. Yeah. So yeah, you gotta get at least another ten fifteen there. Yeah. Man, oh, yeah. well, there you go. That's a good point. All right, Johnny's calling me fat. <laughs> All right, so we're going to get things started here. With <laughs> our, that's what it takes. <laughs> all right, get things started with our first segment, Hot Take News. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy, and this is what's happening in your world tonight. All right, so let's see. The first thing we have in the Hot Take News would be... Oh, okay, so you guys remember a couple, uh, maybe at this point months back, uh, we learned that President Trump has the ability to send every cell phone in America a text with an emergency message. Hmm, like whatever. Batman. <laughs> you know, it was underreported in that movie that Batman had unlimited surveillance technology mm-hmm. and that was like not being sold yeah. as a bad thing. It's okay if it's in the hands of good people. No, it's not. That's like, yeah. that's a bad, Fast and the Furious did a movie where they, that was the thing that they had too and they didn't say it was a bad thing too. Like, Yeah, but is Batman, Batman's a, not a good guy or bad guy. He's vengeance. Right? He's a habitual lawbreaker. <laughs> like yeah. he's a vigilante. He breaks the legs of all kind of criminals, all or people, excuse me, citizens all the time. Says a guy <laughs> who's a fan of Dexter. I didn't, that, the well, Dexter sh- is Batman. I sh- thought Dexter was basically Batman. Well, Batman doesn't kill. Okay, but he's more hardcore Batman. He's the Punisher. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. But like with a few extra random people that didn't deserve it in there. There you go. So the uh, so that alert system that allows the President of the United States to send a message to every phone in America uh, can be easily spoofed, and it's been proven that a couple hackers with commercial software and little over mild technical skills was able to take every cell phone in a stadium and push a message to every cell phone. That's awesome. <laughs> it's not. What, what was the message? Uh, I think they probably, I, I think they said something benign, but it was more like a proof of concept that if they wanted to, yeah. they could send whatever. Why waste that? Because their their goal is not to create, create cause, 
mass panic and yeah. kill people. It's to everybody fight. <laughs> the guy next to you. Welcome to the Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> hey, welcome to the Hunger Games. I'm Lance, and I'm <laughs> starving because if of I the that. economic system of Pan Am. I'd be like, uh, this is the first night of the purge. <laughs> I know, right? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Kicks in in the next 10 minutes. Yep. Have at it. So, yeah, so so look out for that. Um, I don't know if they're going to shore it up or, like, shut it down or whatever, but just the amount of stuff that we have that is so easily hackable mm-hmm. is, uh, is a concern. And well, I hope they send me, like, a coupon. <laughs> I know that. No, if, if if somebody hacks it and then just like sends like uh, life tips, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Brought to you by the Venture House. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Talk to this guy in uh, in Colorado. <laughs> Today's tip: cold showers. <laughs> okay, so in an astonishing turn. Uh, next topic. Next topic. Uh, so okay, so the left and the right are combining. Uh, George Soros or Sharosh, the uh, liberal, liberal boogeyman or boogeyman of the people on the right, and Charles Koch, the boogeyman of the people on the left, are uh, crazy billionaires, uh, complete opposite. So Soros is very liberal, and Koch is like a libertarian. He's crazy. They're actually coming together uh, and combining their, their forces mm-hmm. in order to try to end the United States forever war policy. Yeah. Uh, I support the end of our crazy war efforts. Mm, you're I'd, skeptical, though, huh? L- l- let me guess. You're skeptical. Yes, good job, Johnny. You're paying attention. <laughs> uh, I don't want... I think the main thing I'm skeptical about here is laundering Charles Cook's name. I like the idea of him being a pure evil as opposed to, like, he does some good things and some... <laughs> it's good. easier for you that way, isn't yeah. it? It's just to label people. No, it's about, I, it's about the same amount of good either way. <laughs> but uh, he's a bad person. But I guess bad people can do good things here and there too, which is this like, case. Like Lex Luthor sometimes. Every once in a while he turns good. Mm-hmm. He saved the world a few times, I'm sure. Yeah, there you go. Also, Charles Coke, I think he donated a bunch of money to black uh, black colleges a while back too. There you go. And I was like, I guess I'd accept it. <laughs> yeah, there's an ulterior motive there. <laughs> I don't think so. I think he, well, he wants to, you know, he's known as a bad dude. And so if he does a couple good things, it's like, oh, my, my record is balanced. You there know, you what are you going to do? So what do you guys think about that? One, one, the teaming up with um your ideological opposite, and or two, um their goal of Amen. getting out of uh, fantastic, the fantastic all around, right? Lincoln team of rivalries, right? Get these people working together, get the best ideas to solve big problems, and then two, um my uh, my uh, meditation and the Dalai Lama preaches forgiveness, so. Let people have those clean starts and let them try and try again to uh, make the world a better place. Okay, two points. One, the Dalai Lama was out as a sexist recently. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, he said that uh, when asked about the concept of the next Dalai Lama being a woman, he said uh, only if she's pretty because nobody wants to look at an ugly face. (laughs) He's still got it. (laughs) I think think he's just getting around, man. (laughs) He's serious to me. And then also to Lincoln. I think he laughs at this. He did. He even made a face. He was like, her face looks like, <laughs> nobody will want that. And then to Lincoln's team of rivals, uh, he appointed um, Andrew Jackson as his vice president. And then upon his execution, Andrew Jackson then proceeded to re- re-enslave. Andrew uh, Johnson. Andrew Johnson, Johnson. I get them mixed up. Re-enslave the uh, black people with uh, con- with convict leasing. He ended um, reconstruction and ended up being a bad person. So maybe not the best idea to surround yourself with bad people. Well, hey, so speaking of Andrews, I, what I, about I, the Andrew Yang, huh? <laughs> whoop, whoop. Good, <laughs> alpha male, Yang Gang. Yeah. <laughs> he did one. I think hey. so. He was on the debate. I think he won. Wore jeans. I'm pretty sure he wore jeans. Didn't tuck in his shirt and didn't wear a tie. Alpha male. <laughs> is that what that is? And and they turned off his mic. Did you hear that? Did you hear about that? <laughs> I he tell. he claimed that 
they turned off his mic. That's why he wasn't getting much words <laughs> in edgewise. Oh, you I believe didn't even that watch dem- the debate. <laughs> that that DNC man? Well, it was NBC. And he blamed NBC, right? <laughs> NBC, the, the DNC is the Democratic National Convention. Oh, well, I, thought he, <laughs> I thought he said NBC turned off. Well, I mean, NBC was running the, the show or whatever. Yeah. So you didn't watch the debate, Bo? No, I Good didn't for watch you. the debate. It's, oh. It's yeah. Nothing, nothing I, will change your mind. We had a hoot, by the way. We were laughing so much though, all night long on the second night, Thursday night Yeah. debate. Oh, man, we were laughing so hard. Like that uh, Swalwell dude. <laughs> All right. We, the only time we pictured him in the corner getting swole, so he's like, we were taking his protein drinks and like lifting weights and stuff. Was there was there a guy that was jacked? No, his name is Swolewell. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's really more like he like he he he, uh, he trips over a rock and then uh, in, uh, almost falls into a well, but then he just does pull ups to get his way out. And he's just a Swolewell. <laughs> <laughs> and what about that lady? Marianne Williamson. Oh my God! Are we all not just in love with her right now? No, the worst one. I was like, "Who is this?" There was like three people on the stage that I I had literally had no idea who they were or why they were there. Right, so, so, so you all heard her closing remarks, right? Yeah, the worst. Bo, have you heard her closing remarks? No. I Speaking your language, though, Johnny. I know she is. But can, can you recap it? Because I'm going to butcher it. She was more like. Like do it in a uh, 1960s, uh, 1860s English accent, too. So, so what I really need to do is like hit my wind chime so that you can get the, the ambiance <laughs> properly. So, so this Marianne Williamson, she's uh, on stage as a presidential candidate, but she's like Oprah's spiritual advisor is her claim to fame. Really? And I was like, I was like who? and it's like when they introduced her, like Marianne Williamson, author. Yeah. So like I, I go to Amazon and look up her books, and they're all like these whack jobs. And a bunch of leaves flew in and formed <laughs> this lady. <laughs> Yeah, uh, th- she didn't wear like a pantsuit. She wore just like a flowy robes and something. I'm guessing it was like like uh, it had the phases of the moon on it. And then she, so when she got on stage, she first uh, she gave it up to Mother Gaia. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and uh, like what's your economic policy? I'm thinking we need more crystals. Said God herself will, so, will bless us. So her closing remark. Her closing remark was something to the effect of, um, you know, Donald Trump is out there. He wants to govern us with fear, but I'm not going to let him divide us. I'm going to fight with love, and I'm going to meet you on that battlefield with love, and we'll see who comes out on top, and I guarantee you that love will win. Marion right. Williamson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's, it's great. I was like, you got to watch uh, it, man. I was like, good for you, lady. Like, yeah. Look, I'm sure she's rich, and she made the debate thing. Like, There's sitting Congress people and stuff that didn't get on there, and she did. So, like, I mean, right. those people have a, a function in society. I just... Uh, you know, yeah, don't the, really trust them. The, 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 this is the tweet I found about her. Uh, Marianne Williamson has already reached legendary also ran status. She <laughs> also me- ran. She mentioned reparations, spiritual energy. She has an inexplicable 1940s mid-Atlantic accent. Iconic. Yeah. 1940s mid-Atlantic. I don't even know what that yeah, is. Yeah, listen to it. It's, it's trippy. Is yeah. it is it kind of like um, like the old newsreels or something? <laughs> hey, uh, extra extra, read all about it. <laughs> Hello, I'm Marion Wimpson. Step right up and learn about the energy energy and vibrations. Yeah. <laughs> Vibrate right. at a higher level. All right. Uh, well, that was wild. Uh, the, I watched the debates a few times. Um, uh, I left out of there with the same opinion of the people as I went in. Uh, maybe Julian Castro probably was like the only person that changed my opinion on him. Positively. What about the uh, booty judge? Nah, I've got him figured out. He's fantastic. Yeah, he's a good talker. I don't think there's much. so. Okay, so you want to you bring up booty judge? He got a lot of credit. So when he was asked about the police shooting in in his hometown or where he's the the mayor, and he was asked uh, why didn't you North Bend? <laughs> I think you're thinking of um, East Bend. East Bend. Yes. Okay. 
So he was asked, why didn't you... Uh, the so the uh, population of your police force is 6% black, but the population of your uh, it was like city is 26% black. So yes. how do you explain the not enough uh, black people in your yeah. in your cop force? And his answer was, because I, could, because I couldn't get it done. And then everybody was like, oh, what a good answer. He owned up to his, his failures as a, as a leader. And, you know, but I was like, but he also n- didn't indicate that he tried at all either. So you're, you're imputing to him that he tried. I and mean, maybe he did. I'm sure he did. But you're giving him too much credit for what he actually said. He said he didn't get it done. True. Now, if he said, I tried my best and failed, then we, I would be more fine with him getting the, the kudos mm. that he's getting. All right. I, so I don't accept that answer Man. at face value. And if I was dating you, I have to really watch my apologies. Uh, well, if you were dating me, uh, you would have nothing to apologize for because you would be perfect in every way. <laughs> <laughs> All like right. That? Cut. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> All right. So, and in, uh, in good news, uh, so this is something I was actually very, very worried about. So uh, the Trump administration was pushing for a citizenship question to be added to the 2020 census, which was going to depress the number oh. of, of uh, Hispanic or, or migrant or minority uh, uh, respondents to the census cause all kind of ripple effects in a bad way. But the Supreme Court said that they're not going to allow them to do it. And the Trump administration decided to not fight it. So the census will not be screwed up in that particular way. Right. And that, my friends, is excellent news. You go Kevin, all right. <laughs> am I right or am I right? Huh? Huh? Uh, Kevin's a bad person. All right. <laughs> uh, Gorsuch, yeah? He's a bad person as well. Oh, dang it. Unequivocally. <laughs> but, um, you know, uh, I'll go take John Roberts. He's worse than those two. He's the one who did it. He's the one who gave us the uh, the swing vote. That yeah? bugs me too. There was four liberals who can vote consistently for good stuff, and then we say, "Oh, the, he's the one that did it." Like, no, the five of them did it, and I give those four more credit than him. Like, it always bugs me. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, and that's uh, the, the hot take news. Hey, for all of us here at News Center Four, I'm Ron Burgundy. You stay classy, San Diego. Okay, we'll be right back after this. Welcome back, everybody. We're now into the hottest segment of the yet, pop culture. Our world-famous pop culture segment. So excited. Can we get it out, man? All right, Johnny. So uh, what have you been experiencing in the world of pop culture? Reading, watching? (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. It's on on the paper. I have to say it. (laughs) That's true. That's true. Um, Well, as always, I like to consume a lot of Netflix, get my money's worth out of that whole deal. So, How, How expensive would Netflix have to get for you to cancel? Um... Probably like more than $30. Mm, yeah, I think that's probably right at about the line. For amount of entertainment and getting out of them? Yeah, maybe about 30 So Netflix-wise, in terms of the last couple of weeks here, I was really excited, and we got a chance to watch the movie I Am Mother. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was supposed to meet up with you guys, and I, and I missed out on that one. So what's the verdict on I Well, one, one give us a quick overview and then tell us what, what the verdict is. Quick overview. That is a great point. Um, so this one stars... Uh, Hillary uh, Swank, right? And it's set in the future where, um, well, it's a little bit of a mystery, so I don't want to give too much away either. Right. Please don't. We've gotten comments. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so the IMDb uh, summary states, a teenage girl is raised underground by a kindly robot called Mother, designed to repopulate the Earth following the extinction of mankind. But their unique bond is threatened when an inexplicable stranger arrives with alarming news, played by Hillary Swank. Um, so, viewing party I had for this thing had about five people or so. Um, we were all 
entertained throughout. We all felt it was kind of slow in it. I would give the movie kudos that it represents the uh, robot person in a slightly different light and a different way I've never seen before. Oh, really? So it's a little interesting. Small nuance. Small nuance. I'm not going to sell that one too big. Okay. Um, but the best part about the whole movie was actually after it ended, it generated a lot of conversation, more so than I would thought so from a from a movie like this. So the group talked about it for a good like 30 minutes or so, just analyzing the, the angles and the plot points and what did this mean, how would we react to this situation. So if anything... It's good fodder for a conversation afterwards. Sometimes that's the best part of the movie. Exactly. Is that little bit of time uh, in the movie huddle afterwards. Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, what else you got? Um, I did finish uh, Black Mirror Season 3. Only three episodes. But uh, in of those three episodes, I would say only one of them were actually really good. Okay, yeah, rank them. Oh, well, um, I don't know the titles, but the ones where they are uh, virtual um, Street Fighter characters <laughs> is the best one. Yes, sir. Uh, number two would be the uh, social media dude um, uh, kidnapping somebody. That's number two. And then number three, the worst one, is uh, with the Miley Cyrus and the uh, talking robot doll thing. Um, okay. So I saw the Street Fighter one, and I think that's going to be tough to beat. I saw like half of the Miley Cyrus one, but then I ended up getting uh, caught up in some other stuff. And, I, I didn't and, and, and nothing against Miley Cyrus either. I don't think she hurt it by, by any means at all. I'm not sure she helped it either. But I don't think it's her fault, so don't get turned off by the the Miley Cyrus thing. Uh, all right, and what else you got? Give me one more. One more um, in Netflix or just in general? Mm, yeah. Okay. Do you have anything else for Netflix? I got one more. Real fast. Don't bother watching Beats. <laughs> no good. So moving on from that, I will say I have been watching HBO's Euphoria show, uh, starring um, Zendaya. Right. Yes, I, I heard that it was sad but very entertaining. I wouldn't use the word entertaining on this type of show. Seems a little oh, weird. It, maybe not entertaining, but it was. I was told to watch it, so that means that the person that told me got something out of it. So, but they emphasized that it was sad. <laughs> so the thing with me is that I've lived a very sheltered life, a very calm, I'd say almost a very stable, safe life. This show is the opposite of that. So these are. Um, chronicling the uh, life stories of a few high school students with some addiction problems and different life problems and mental problems whatnot and it's it gets gritty it gets real it gets dark so it would take you places just be prepared for it i mean but like is it is it gratuitous or does it do so in the service of a better story i'm not sure jury's too out on that it is an hbo movie so they are making full use of that uh capability there but Good acting so far, as far as I can tell. Did we like Zendaya as an actress? I like her. She was in uh, The Greatest Showman. Mm-hmm. She was good in that. Okay. And then uh, she's MJ. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Or, or is she, though? I think it might be a twist in that. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyway. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, for me, uh, I saw the the movie Anna, uh, which is like the the previews would have you think it's a, it's a high action movie with the Russian female lead. Uh, the previews sold it as kind of like a female John Wick. And um, for chunks of the movie, it was very much like that. The action scenes were very satisfying in the, the newly released Anna movie. Now that said, though, it uh, it is not an all-action, all-the-time crazy movie. It's got like maybe three strong set pieces, and then the rest of it is like a spy movie. So it's like a spy movie. Oh, it's like a 
pretty good spy movie with well done fight scenes and like um the music is kind of out of place sometimes so it's like it's a little disjointed but uh overall i'd say it's very entertaining and i would uh recommend it to a fan uh if you think you're going to like it based on the preview it's not as much action as you hope for but it's still good johnny what do you think uh about the same there i i am a sucker for spy movies and this movie definitely gave me the twists that i would expect out of spy movies that i did not see coming at times or did i <laughs> well, see, it makes you think. Exactly, it you makes you think about. Walk that, away right? from it, not even know what you just saw. <laughs> but I will say, as much as people are saying there's a Keanu-sense going on right now, I will say there is a Luke Evansense. No, there's not. <laughs> what is the Keanu-sense, Johnny, for everybody in the room except me? Well, people are saying Keanu-sense is Keanu Reeves is having a moment, right? Because he's had uh, John Wick three mm-hmm, come out, which dethroned Avengers, by the way. Mm-hmm. Right. For that weekend, but yeah. <laughs> He's in the uh, Toy Story 4 movie. Mm-hmm. He did a uh, speech at uh, some sort of electronic conference. Uh, E3, the Electronic Entertainment Thank Expo. You. He's going to be a big part of one of the uh, next year's biggest video games. There you go. So the show there a little bit. And then on Always Be My Maybe, the Netflix movie that we already talked about, he kind of stole the show in that one too a little bit. So a series of uh, several things that just happened to collide all at once. And he remains Keanu. Like, yeah. everybody likes him. Yeah. Also, Bill and Ted Force coming, so boom. Yeah. <laughs> and, and who knew? Just a few years ago, nobody wanted to hire him. Really? He, yeah. His movies, uh, a few years ago, were not doing very well. Whatsoever. Oh, yeah. Like, he's got that um, the Man of Tai Chi and a few other little yeah, other things yeah. like that. But again. Which I watched. <laughs> back to my bigger point, Luke Evans is having a moment. He, he was in Murder Mystery with Adam Sandler, the, <laughs> the most viewed... Netflix movie in a three-day span of all time. Yeah, it's true, right? actually. So there's that. And he's an Anna. So I think he is he is an underrated actor and singer, you don't performer. Get a, don't get a, a Dash Sans for for two movies. He <laughs> 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 was Gaston, though. That was him, right? That was Gaston. Yeah, so Gaston, he, he did well as Gaston. Yeah. All right. So, um, Johnny, I, uh, something that you and I will both be, be uh, very interested in. As dedicated uh, movie fan users and stockholders... The, the Regal Theaters, which is Regal is the theater we normally go to, the chain of theaters we go to. They're starting up their own MoviePass style subscription service. I think it's like a 20 or 30 bucks a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's two tiers to it. The first tier uh, means that you can only go to certain theaters. I'm not sure which, which theaters these are, but you're in the lower tier. You can go to certain theaters only. And to go to the other theaters, you pay a little surcharge. Again, I don't know how much yet. Or you pay the high tier, and then you get access to every movie. Theater. Which sucks because it's like it's not like anybody goes to multiple different movies. You go right. to the one by your house. Exactly. <laughs> like, Most often not. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, you know, what? I still think Movie Pass is going to come back. Uh, well, I mean, and when it does, I'll sign right back up because that was the best deal going. <laughs> Please come back. My stocks won't grow. All right, so. Uh, they're re-releasing Avengers Endgame in theaters, and it's a pretty obvious attempt to get it to be the number one worldwide movie of all time. So, as it stands right now, Johnny, what is the number one box office movie of all time? Avatar. All right. So, Avatar, good job, correct. Avatar made worldwide $2.788 billion, released in 2009. Avengers Endgame is right now is at two point seven six five point eight billion dollars. It made a hundred and <laughs> I don't know, like eighty eighty million more at the uh, domestic box office. So I think they've got to get uh, do my math in my head here about twenty three million dollars 
in order yeah. to become the mo- number one movie of all time. I'd re-release a movie. Yeah, like, and, that, like so close. Like give it a try. So pro, I heard they're adding in some um, more scenes. To scene, the I think it's like scene. And con, it's a scene. <laughs> just one little thing, apparently. Yeah, so. I think just like hey. Go see the movie so that we can just be the number one movie of all time. Yes. Like, I don't blame you for that at all. Like, Pretty much. Yeah, get, own that. You only get, you know, one shot, one yep. opportunity. Yep. Unless you are like Lion King that gets released like 10 years later. Okay. Let me see. Uh, one more thing I'll add that I'm really enjoying these days, music-wise, is a, a musical artist by the name of uh, Jesse Reyes. Yeah. So, check it out. Uh, yep. She's got a very interesting voice. And her song is just really angsty, which is the mood I'm in right now. Oh, so it's a lady. I thought Jesse Reyes was like some yeah. <laughs> boy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know how you get down with your musical taste there. <laughs> you just can't tell. Uh, BTS. All right. Let's see. I think, um, let me see. What else did I do? Oh, oh so uh, Johnny, my personal hero, uh, Brian Stevenson. You familiar with him? He is the founder of the Equal Justice Initiative, uh, which is like a organization based in Alabama that seeks to get people who were on death row off of death row and he also founded the um legacy museum in montgomery which is like a legacy museum to the victims of lynching and uh, he has a documentary on netflix that just came out called brian stevenson in search of justice or something like that and so i I watched that and uh i recommend that if you don't know his story he's got a very good story and he's he's one of these people out there who's dedicated his life to the greater good of society you gotta respect that yeah, and the documentary showcases it too. Like even at the expense of his own life, uh, he's been out there trying to do for other people. And like the best version of me would be doing that. The current version of me is it's not here, doing. It's here with you. <laughs> it's here with you on the podcast. But I, I recommend that you learn his story and and, uh, and support his causes because I, I really like his yeah. book that he put out and his message and his goals. Good message, man. All right, I think that's a good one to end on. So uh, thanks for listening to the uh, the Junto Show. Please leave us a five-star review on iTunes and Stitcher. You can check us out. Search Facebook for Junto Show Podcast. Or check us out on Patreon.com slash Junto Show. And until uh, next time, uh, we're going to look forward to blessing your ears with more content. Signing off, I'm Lance. I'm Johnny. And I'm Bo. (laughs) We'll see you on the next show. Bye.